You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Jonan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So what is happening, y'all? I hope everybody has been having a fantastic day and a phenomenal week so far. Uh, I think we're about a week into the new semester for all of you university students out there. So shout out to you. Okay, let's go. Because um, <laughs> for me as well, y'all know I'm a grad student. But this semester, I'm actually taking two courses. And um, starting this past Monday... I've been uh, going to my classes regularly. <laughs> Big flex, sorry. <laughs> but uh, so, you know, it's, it's like if you haven't taken classes for whatever reason, like this is your time to go back in, just like, you know, resume those learning uh, neurons or <laughs> sorry for the lack of better terms. You are, you know what I mean, though? It's it might be a little bit hard at first. You know, the grind, you have to get on that roll you have to get on that grind and i really hope that for most people that has already kicked off by the end of this week because it's all already been a week that the classes have started for the semester so shout out to everybody for grinding uh keep working hard at it and you got this all right so that's that uh what else is going on in our surrounding environment <laughs> before we jump into everything combat sports related mm, yeah it's a little bit chilly out but oh also okay everybody please 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 take care because as you may have heard uh there's been a surge in covid cases and um not just with COVID, but also other illnesses, uh, respiratory illnesses like the common cold and even flu-like symptoms are going around. So please take care of yourself. Please um, work from home if you can and uh, wear a mask if necessary, especially if you have symptoms. So please, please, please take care of yourself. Your health matters the most. All right. Okay. So... <laughs> now talk about everything combat sports related so um i'm okay i don't know if you can tell but i feel like okay usually when i record tko i'm really really hyped but today i'm even as like oh, like i don't even know how to quantify it it's just like hypeness to the power of 100 because right before i started recording tko i read this news update that was just like like my jaw dropped to the floor and you know i i feel like you could tell that it's an important update when multiple people start texting you about it so i received two texts about this update that i'm gonna tell you about and, and people are like whoa like you know when i when i read this i thought of you and i'm like what i'm like oh my goodness okay like this is like some serious stuff this is pretty legit stuff and you know what the timing of it is just like just like chef's kiss because i literally saw the news and i'm like great today is tko day i'm gonna sit down at my desk and talk about it with tko nation 
Um, if you haven't <laughs> heard about it already, I'm going to be probably breaking the news to you on the show. So please buckle up. And uh, yes, you, you do need to be sitting down for this one. OK, so I have that big update to talk to you guys about today. And also, um, it's just, just a lot is happening in the world of combat sports. We had UFC 293 happening this past weekend. We have a phenomenal, phenomenal UFC fight night happening this upcoming weekend, September 16th. It's going to be headlined by a phenomenal women's, uh, oh my God, what is the weight division? Ah, flyweights. <laughs> okay, please excuse me. I just, you know, my, my eyes just kind of zoned out on the screen. This will be for the flyweight championship of the world for women's MMA. So as you can tell, we're going to be having the current flyweight champion at the UFC, Miss Alexa Grasso from Mexico, who's going to be defending her belt against the former champion, Valentina Shevchenko. So this fight is going to be very, very exciting. And you know what? I feel like since we're already at it, why not just try to break down this fight, right? Okay, you know what? Sorry I keep changing strategy midway through the show, but I was like, you know what? Since I already name-dropped them, I might as well just break down their fight very, very briefly because we have a packed schedule for the show today. Okay, so um, Grasso versus Shevchenko. This is actually going to be the rematch between the two ladies. And like I mentioned before, um, they've already fought before in March uh, of this year. And at the time, Valentina Shevchenko was the champion. Valentina Shevchenko, you know, she is arguably one of the best women's MMA fighters of all time. And, you know, it's not about the losses that you see on someone's record. It's mostly about, in my opinion, anyways, and a lot of other people's too. It's about how that fighter presents themselves inside and outside the octagon, how much they like, how hard they train. What sort of disciplines do they train under and how serious and passionate they are about their job and profession, right? So Valentina Shevchenko is one of those few people who checks off all those boxes. And if this were to be ranked on a spectrum, I would take it all the way to mastery of those things that I just mentioned for Valentina. However, when um, she fought against Alexa Grasso, she was um, defeated in March, and uh, this will be the first time that she'll be fighting since then, and she's fighting off against the same opponent. Now, um, I think it's very important for us to talk about how that loss occurred in the first place. So if you guys remember, um, this fight was relatively close, okay? This was a very close fight, and then comes the fourth round and Alexa Grasso actually is able to submit Valentina Shevchenko through a face crank, which is not the most conventional way to submit someone. In fact, you would actually submit and tap out to this uh, position because you're just so uncomfortable. It's not like you're breaking a bone or dislocating your limb or whatever. It's just, it's very uncomfortable if you're stuck in that position, if it's if it's like a rear naked choke, then, you know, you know that you're going to get choked out. So you tap out or conversely, if it's like a triangle choke or whatever, you know, it, different different ways of getting submitted. It, there's a risk of 
very serious injury so you immediately tap out but in this case in the face in the in the case of a face crank it's most horribly uncomfortable and also it's just you know just put yourself in their shoes you've been fighting for well in this case at the time um uh, for 20 full minutes fighting mma pure pure mma it being already a, a, such a close fight and then you're stuck in that horrible uncomfortable position so she was submitted now that being said um I mean, yeah, it does point out a small weakness in Valentina Shevchenko's potential um, uh, grappling defense. But I really think that Valentina Shevchenko still, you know, despite that loss, is one of the best MMA fighters of all time in women's MMA because of how diversified her skill sets are and how intensely she tends to uh train for every single fight camp she comes from a very strong uh muay thai background she before she was an mma she was a world muay thai champion so as you can tell striking is her forte and so i really would love to see her utilize her striking in this case again uh when she's fighting off uh against the champion alexa grasso for the second time because if in the first fight everything was conducted mostly standing up and if valentina was able to put on more pressure on alexa grasso through her striking then i don't think we uh would have seen the outcome that we saw the first time around but you know who knows how things are gonna go down this time i feel like usually with a loss on someone's record especially if it's resulted in a unexpected way um i totally see valentina go back to training camp, training even harder than what she would usually train at. And uh, I totally see it being a, in, being a uh, rocky comeback moment for her. She's going to come out there and like pretty much avenge her loss uh, that she had the first time against Grasso. Now, all of that being said, please, let's not underestimate how good Alexa Grasso is after all. Well, she did have Valentina in that position and she was able to win that fight. So, you know, sometimes, I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate to my own argument at this point, but we we should still pay Alexa cre uh, credit because she used openings very wisely and she took advantage of her opportunities. And that's exactly how she won her fight. If she were to just play by the rules you know okay you know i'll just do it standing up or oh my opponent is just on the on the ground for a second okay let me just catch my breath if she were to play by those rules she would not be the champion today let me tell you that so i really do applaud alexa grasso for her incredibly high fight iq and her dedication to her craft and uh to just you know be so and I, okay i don't know if this word is the <laughs> the best word to use in this case unfortunately for the lack of better terms i have to use it but she's so thirsty for um openings like in a fight and uh various opportunities that present themselves to her she sees them she seizes them right and she uh, turns everything into her own advantage and that's part of being a good fighter 
It's not just about, and honestly, like in all sports, it's not just about, oh, these are the rules. I'm going to play by the rules. That's what makes sports very exciting. It's all about these very incredibly smart athletes who know their craft to the core. And here they are in this real life, like sports or, you know, fight scenario and something very novel happens and they're like, okay, I'm going to just jump on my instincts, do what I got to do to win this fight or win this match or whatever it is. And, you know, they, they are eventually successful. I mean, not all the time it would, it would lead to um, desired outcomes, but it's a risk that anybody should be able to take, especially if you're an MMA fighter. That's, that's all the sports is about. And in this case, I'm so happy that Alexa Grasso did take take on that opportunity because she shook the world, basically, and became the new flyweight champion of the UFC. And here we are, da, da, da. Uh, we are going to be having them have a rematch for the title. And I just realized that they ha- they're ha- going to be having this fight at the T-Mobile Arena in Vegas. But I'm so surprised that it is a UFC fight night. And I think that's because we had UFC pay-per-view last week. So for them to be like pay-per-view after pay-per-view, it's a little bit, I don't know how it works, honestly. I think there has to be some space in between (laughs) the pay-per-views. So you know what? All that matters is that we have this matchup ahead of us, but I'm so happy that they're having it at such a um, a legendary arena, being the T-Mobile arena in Las Vegas. All right, they deserve it. And oh my God, on a side note, I'm so proud of the UFC for finally having a women's matchup headline any like card we haven't seen we hadn't seen that in so long and it was just so heartbreaking and also not gonna lie almost infuriating but i'm so happy that they're doing this they're stepping it up man they're stepping it up and i just cannot wait to see how this fight will unfold between valentina shevchenko and alexa grasso okay so that's that okay i'm so happy i got that breakdown out of the way uh what else did i want to say okay okay so now speaking of the ufc doing a good job wow i never thought i would actually say this but i mean they they truly are actually okay so now i'm gonna talk to you guys about the updates that i read before uh starting to record tko and now drum roll please uh, 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 uh. okay we are so excited to talk about it now Okay, so um, as you may have heard, uh, the UFC is making very big money moves. We kind of briefly talked about this on many episodes back when there were still rumors of this financial move happening at the World of Combat Sports, but it didn't happen until this very day, this historic day for the UFC to merge their company with the WWE for the company to now be jointly called, guess what? TKO. Okay. (laughs) It's like, you know, I don't want to sound superstitious, but it's like when I saw those three letters, so many things came to my mind. I mean, I was just elated, of course, but at the same time, I was like, is it a coincidence that the, the 
<laughs> this parent company is called TKO, but also, hmm, you know, the, the small devil sitting on my other shoulders, just like whispering into my ears, being like, should we file for copyright against this like big company? Cause TKO podcast and then TKO as in like the parent company of UFC and WWE, like what's going on here? Mm, maybe they could have just used another set of letters to uh, refer to their big company, you know, but you know, either way I'm happy. I'll take the clout, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, and I'm so incredibly happy. This means that, we're potentially going to be having some interdisciplinary events happening, if that's the right way to put it. Meaning that, you know, it'll be easier for people or athletes to cross over between organizations. If, for example, Brock Lesnar somehow wants to come out of retirement from MMA and want to give it another <laughs> fight in the UFC, he can very easily do that. Or, for example, if Jorge Masvidal wants to go fight in the WWE against Logan Paul, he can also do that. So that that just kind of creates this whole other avenue of mixed martial arts, mainstream mixed martial arts mixing with uh, professional wrestling. And we haven't had that, obviously we haven't had that happen before, but I really do see it as a very um, optimistic move for the future of both companies. And also, I'm really actually generally curious how this will impact the, the future of mixed martial arts. Um, because I feel like the WWE, you know, for the longest time, for however long they've been around... There, there hasn't been a lot of changes in terms of oh, you know, like we the the fights are choreographed, whatever, you know, all that. Like how they their principles are always the same, like across the years. They don't really change all that much. But I really don't know because the the M MMA sport is a relatively newer sport. Like yeah, it's been in the game for the past thirty years or so, but it's still a pretty young sport and it's pretty malleable. We see the sport evolve every single year. And now with this move uh, having occurred with the biggest mainstream MMA organization in the world. And they're like, I don't know how to how to put it. It's like they're the quote unquote influencers of MMA. So whatever they do, I can totally see other smaller MMA organizations potentially following suit. However, they want to actually incorporate this merger into their events. If that's something that they're. Uh, planning on doing and if not if this is a purely uh financial decision that's also totally understandable whatever works for them so that they can put on better and better events you know let them do it so to put it into context when these two companies combined <laughs> i really want everybody to take a guess on how much these or should i say how much tko is worth now so tko is now worth $21.4 billion. I'm going to repeat that. And I'm going to play... Um, <laughs> I'm going to play a... Um, uh, should I say a soundtrack? Or what is it? A theme song that Shane McMahon, uh, the WWE's <laughs> president's son, who actually does wrestling himself, walks out to. But it's very relevant to... The $21.4 billion that these two companies are now worth. Okay, here we go. <laughs> here comes the money. Woo. Here comes the money. 
Woo, let's go. You already know. <laughs> okay, I mean, I had to do that. Like, I literally saw the summer, and this was a song that immediately came to my mind. So, you already know. You already know. Okay. But, wow, that's just... It's hard to digest. I don't know if I can ever fully comprehend this amount of money. Um, <laughs> but listen, let me just tell you something. I'm no financial guru, but if you're thinking of buying stocks in a sports-related company, public company, TKO is the way to go. Not my TKO. I mean, uh, if I can't, I mean, is it possible to make stocks for my podcast? I don't know. But you already know, for the the TKO, I mean, I hate to put it this way because I'm like, TKO, I was like here before the big TKO. But you get my point. Um, If you want to buy stocks, you got to buy them at TKO now. Um, if you were previously a WWE shareholder, you now have a 49% interest. So money, money, money. Okay, money does all the talking here. Oh, okay, that's this a lot. Uh, yeah, as you can tell, I'm still like uh, trying, to, trying to really fully comprehend and process everything. But also, so besides all of these numbers that I just talked to you about, there's been some changes in how... Um, like certain individuals in the in the UFC and the WWE are labeled. So Dana White, as you may recall, he should I say was the UFC president. However, he is no longer the president. Ha <laughs> ha. Da da da. Now, okay, I I just made that super dramatic, but honestly, it's not that dramatic. His title, I don't know how things work in their contract, but he's not really the president anymore. He is now the CEO of TKO and Vince McMahon, the president of WWE, is no longer that. He's actually the executive chairman at TKO. So a lot of interesting <laughs> things happening. But when Dana White was interviewed about this, he just said that this doesn't really change anything. Even though his title from president has been changed to CEO, he still does the same things. Nothing's really changed but that they are just making a crap ton of money and uh, really enjoying themselves. But uh, yeah, so that was the big news. I'm personally really, really hyped up for it because of all those things that I mentioned and also potential collaborations between the two organizations, if that is something that they're potentially thinking of doing. But also just like the fact that the company, the parent company now has so much capital in, in, um, um, in their bank, basically, this means that we have so much money to spend on our fighters. Hopefully, please, please, please. I really hope that this means they're going to pay the fighters more and the athletes more and that they're going to do amazing, great things for athletes of the both organizations. Another thing that I was also thinking of was, so what does this mean for um, like how the companies are labeled? Like, is the UFC going to change their logo to TKO? Like if, uh, for example, we're going to see, I don't know, like John Jones fight Stipe Miocic. Like, is it going to be for the TKO championship belt of the world? Or, Because uh, I actually think that TKO was the name of a, um, I'm not sure if they're still in business, but it, it used to be a MMA organization, a legit MMA organization. 
So I'm not sure if they're actually allowed to change your name to that fully for their organization or if WWE is just going to be called TKO Wrestling or something. Anyways, if I find more information on that, I'll definitely let everybody know. Um, either way, you heard it here first. WWE and UFC have merged into TKO for $21.4 billion. Ah, okay. All right. Okay. So that's that. Now that's out of the way. Um, now I want to talk to you guys about just a little bit before we run out of time about UFC 293. Okay. So we saw that... Um, Sean Strickland shook the world in the best way possible. I feel like what we witnessed on Saturday night for UFC 293 was probably one of the biggest upsets in the history of the middleweight division, period. Um, Yeah, probably the biggest upset in the middleweight division and one of the biggest upsets in the entire roster of the UFC. Um, it's kind of funny because the commentators kept saying that every time the UFC goes to Australia, well, the first time that they went to Australia, Ronda Rousey was fighting off against Holly Holm and, uh, the biggest upset in women's bantamweight, uh, division was pulled when Holly Holm had kicked Ronda Rousey and nobody was really expecting that. And I mean, I'll tell you my perspective. It was like, I was straight up crying for two days because Ronda Rossi had had lost for the first time ever. And it's just, uh, it was not good. Anyways, so people are like, mm, are we going to be seeing something similar in this case with Israel Adesanya and Sean Strickland? But also Israel Adesanya, he's from New Zealand. So he's kind of like a, you know, he's a native here, right? So would that really make a difference? As of, I mean... I don't know if that would really impact his performance per se, but actually, you know what? Maybe, maybe it would because, and I'll tell you why. So this is, this is like pretty much bro science <laughs> slash undergrad science. Um, when I was an undergrad, I took psych 1000. Okay. And I remember there was a section in um, the psych textbook that talked about how athletes when they're playing in their home field they actually do significantly worse if as compared to if they were to play away and this is because they feel so much mental pressure to, f- to uh, perform better in front of their like home audience and their families and friends and whatnot people from their their hometown or like their home country or whatever so there's so much more mental pressure on them to perform better so they do worse and in this case, this could have been um, potentially the case with Israel Adesanya. We're so used to seeing Israel Adesanya. You know, he he's not always the most offensive uh, fighter. But when he is, quote unquote, offended, if you know what I mean, in terms of like striking, to defend himself, he throws some really beautiful counter strikes in the most creative and, and um, unorthodox way, which makes him the stylebender. That's why we call him the stylebender. Um, and then from those movements and shots, he's been able to have phenomenal uh, highlights, like career highlights, and even win the belts for himself. However, I don't know what was going on on Saturday nights. We didn't really see a lot of that. And Sean Strickland was really putting on the offense on him and just like putting so much pressure on him. So that pressure on top of the pressure of, oh, I have to perform better because 
I'm uh, like I'm in Australia, but probably a lot of people from New Zealand still went over to watch him in Australia, right? So I can see why there there would have been more pressure than usual on Ezra Adesanya to do better, and that's why he did worse. However, we should we shouldn't really devalue the fact that Sean Strickland really <laughs> he really put in work, man. I um so I have to be honest. I was only able to watch some of the fight highlights for this fight because uh, I was actually at a wedding at my friend's wedding the same night, and I got home very very late. But also shout out to my friend Megan who got married over this past weekend. Love you so much, girl. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, even through the highlights, you can tell that Adesanya was just not in it mentally and he was really, really struggling. But either way, Sean Strickland got the job done and now he's a new champion at the middleweight division. All hail. Sean Strickland. I really enjoyed his performance. I'm probably going to watch the full full fight after I finish recording this episode. All right. Speaking of which, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes. You can also go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts to download our episodes. And until next time, it's your girl, Janan, right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Peace out.